Hello everybody and welcome back to the Small Introvert Den. I am your podcaster Sally and in today's episode of Did You Believe? We're going to be a little bit talking about origins and specifically the etymology lesson of animal namings. Specifically, today it's going to be probably the first episode that's going to be a little bit longer than a five minute because I'm going to be talking about 20 different animals. No, I'm not going to go through too deep. However, let's begin with the first animal, the penguin. Now, for those of you who would read penguin and or in French, like it says penguin, it's pretty funny because their first name is arse feet. <laughs> so thankfully they changed it to penguin because it's better. But the original name or the root of penguin is a corruption of, of the word of, from Welsh that means penguin. I, I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly because I don't know Welsh, which literally means white head. Now, the name penguin was originally appra- applied to the great elk or enamorously flightless black and white seabird from the North Atlantic. It is presumed that the settlers from the South Atlantic either got confused by the flightless bird that they saw for the oaks, or it's literally the same word for the both of the creatures, because the uh, great oak, which is A-U-K, which is another type of bird that is flightless, that resembles to a pelican, but has a very white beak and a black head. But also a very flashy tip, like a blaze, like the ones that we find in horses. That is white. Now let's go with number two, albatross. Now albatross is pretty weird because what albatross is, it's a sea eagle. And it's also a pelican. Now this is a strange one because it has three roots. Well, four considering the history according with because there is an Arabic word which is Al-Ghattas then it was borrowed by the Spanish that is called Alcatraz because the Byzantine and the Andalus then it was the Alcatraz which is an island where a president in the US uh, uh, <clears throat> I don't know anyway then it was borrowed to English and it became Albatross And this happened from the early 16th century, so from 1550 to 1780, sort of thing. Now, this uh, word specifically was not for one bird. It was for a lot of pelicans, specifically. Now, there is another theory that linguists would claim that albatross and alcatraz may actually not be even related instead albatross could be derived from the word from the portuguese alcatruz which for truths which is one for the truth to be carried by water around a water wheel so that could be also a case but again it's still a pelican and that would actually give it more sense as a pelican has a bowel uh, a bowel jaw 
that could use it as a bill pouch. So that is also pretty, pretty cool. Now, let's go to this word, rhinoceros. Now, here's the thing. This word itself is weird because it is literally three words crossed into one. That is rhino, se, ros. Okay? Now, it literally means from Latin, nose horn. So if someone calls you a rhino, you should kick them in the balls. Not in the nose. Because then you would break yours. Because yours is very expensive to make. Anyway. Now, funny enough is that the word rhino, the first part, the, the first Latin word, it's actually also the root of the nose bridge in Latin, specifically. Hence, the medical naming for a nose job or a bridge job even, or a cartilage job inside the nose is called a rhinoplasty. Now, here if we go to the word plasty, it's another thing, it's not plastic. Plasty is the process of beautifying a, a thing. It's a medical procedure. Now, here's the thing. While the seros, although it is two words, it is joined into one, it is actually the same root found in other words like Triceratopus, I think, and keratin, which is pretty funny because keratin, it's actually written as Theseratin, or Sera, which is in Latin, again. The C in Latin is also, <laughs> also pronounced as a K, which would make sense more like Rhinocheros, hence, like I said, it's fucking confusing, <laughs> but yes. So technically, this is a very descriptive name. Now again, considering the origin of the word, meaning it's from Rome, from Rome, and also from Latin, meaning from Greece, and considering also that Romans have, like if we pinpoint a timeline for this, it's probably gonna be, I don't know, early 17th century so yeah now let's go with number four ostrich now you're gonna be like ha huh? not austria not autriche because in french autriche has two names it's austria the, the country and the bird or more specifically the carrot of the bird I like to call them like that because they fight you. They will literally fight you. Hmm. Them and the emus. <laughs> anyway. The origin of the word is actually English, but it comes from Latin as avis strusio, or avis meaning bird, and strusio meaning the Latin word of ostrich itself. Huh? What? Oh, Lord in heavens. <laughs> Now, Struzio is actually a rooted name from Struthos Miegel, which literally means Big Sparrow. No shit, Greeks. <laughs> no offense. No offense to everyone who is Greek who is listening to this. I'm just like, wow. Like, as a linguist, I'm like, hmm, you, you could not. Now, this word. <laughs> no. Seriously, Greeks. Get out of here. <laughs> because here's the thing. You're literally the language is very 
very, but at the same time, <laughs> it's very literal. <laughs> oh god, I don't want to laugh. Animal number five, hippopotamus. The hippopotamus literally means <laughs> river horse in Greek. Oh no. Which makes sense. So that makes sense a lot because in Arabic, hippopotamus is literally translated horse of the river or specifically mare of the river. Farasanar. Huh, so that makes a lot of sense. So it's like being a horse, then an ostrich like it's a sparrow. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, this is gonna be fun. The word raccoon. Animal number six, which is derived from Alinquin, and it means the scratches with the, his hands, which is also then adopted into English. Raccoons are also known as wash bears, as several other languages, including Dutch and German, refer to their habit of washing their food before eating it. Hmm, that is very cool. That is very, very cool. But this, he's... Oh, it, oh, okay. It means he scratches. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. He scratches with his hands. Well, that also makes sense why they're called also trash pandas. No offense. If you love this animal, I don't mind it. They look cute. But at the same time, they're uh, literal assholes. Oh boy, oh nearly. Okay, pet number seven. Moose. Moose is also thought to be a Algonquin word, which literally means he strips it off, which is his fondness for treating the bark of trees, tearing. Unlike muskrat, which is okay, it is red. Also, I know Algonquin is an Indo European language, it's an ancient language, according between 800 to the uh, to 112 to 100 yeah to 1200 BC uh, not BC AD so that is something that I know of now tiger which is also funny because tiger has two roots one is from ancient Greek the other one is from Asia and more specifically from uh, Tibet which is Tigri and it's also comes from an ancient Iranian language that is called Avastan that is also known as Tigri as, as well so it's uh, so it's between uh, so it's between uh, the 6th to the 12th again leopard okay so it's lion panther or lean leopard now the variation of the word pard has been used as leopard and panther from Greek again, Leon is okay, so it's also Greek, it's specifically Latin and ancient Latin. But in actuality, there is some that say that the confusing big name for this big cat is actually from Egyptian hieroglyphics, which is also would make sense, but again, it would be much more confusing. Because we do not have any spoken language by the Egyptians. Now, we have these speculations. We do not have, 
the uh, we do not have the actual practice about it. Oh, number ten, cheetah. Now cheetah is very easy because it's a Hindus language. It's a Hindus word for the word leopard, which is uh, now it also means in Sanskrit or Sanskrit to be more specific, which is also a southern Hindus slash Pakistani, I think, language. That means spotted. Python. Oh, good lord, well, heavens. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm just gonna say it. Now, Python or Pytho is actually a... It's actually a name of a serpent-like dragon serpent. So, now the origins of it, it's in Greek mythology, obviously. Now, the funny thing is that the word, it means literally to rot. Now, let's go back a little bit further. Number 12, anaconda. Now, anaconda is actually a phrase. It's not a name. And it does not come from the South America. Although the animal is derived there. But... The word specifically comes from Tamil, meaning a Hindu slash Pakistani slash West Asian language, to be more specific. And it literally means having killed an elephant, <laughs> which is Anaikonda, or Anaikonda, which is a phrase, like I said. Let's go back to number 13, hyena. Now, hyena actually means pig. <laughs> and yet it's referring to a dog. I, listen. Listen, Greeks. I'm just gonna say it. Why? Just why? I wanna know. Please. I wanna know. Why? <laughs> because highs literally means spiny hairs. Like spikes. While yinna means pig or boar. Why? Why? It's a dog. It's a dog. You could have called it a cani. Could have called it a haikain, even. Which is also another name for hyena. It's in... If I still remember correctly, it was in uh, Roman Greek. And it was lastly used in... I think it was in 1460? No, not in 1460. No, 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 no. Yeah, it was used in 1460. Right before the Ottoman Empire. So that is something that I know of. <sighs> okay. Let's step away from the Greeks. Let's go back to the British. Which is even worse. Hmm. Number 14. Walrus. Now, walrus is actually an English word that has been introduced in the 18th century from Dutch. Which has a old Nordic origins, which is... Oh boy. Rosmil Halva, which, which is also another confusing name. And there's another name also in Old, in old Norse, which is Vros. It's also known as sea elephants, sea oxen, and sea cows. Also seahorses. Huh? Okay, a walrus is not a seahorse. Let's be realistic. It's a family from the seals. I know. So it could be sea elephants, sea moons, like I like to call them. See, mummies. Again, this is something that I call them, but yeah. 
Oh, dear Nelly. Okay. Okie dokie. So, uh, number 15. It is Panda, which is introduced into English in the early 1800s. But it's actually a original name from a Nepali word, Nigalia Ponya, which literally means something like cane eating cat bear. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. Okay, so that's the first so, so that's the next thing for me to, to name my cat. <laughs> if I ever have a cat. And also most of the cats that I love are tuxedo cats, meaning black and white. Or I actually have a few strays that are under my care that I take care of. Lucille and Spotty which are unfortunately not black and white, but striped and white, so, yeah. Uh, number 16, octopus. Now, octo, it's actually a two-worded phrase, which literally means octo, eight, and pus, well, although it's in Latin, it's armed. Well, not armed, it's actually foot. But, yeah, octopi, octopus, octopuses. It's a Latin word, and it's pretty funny because it has ancient Greek roots, but still, the word is, uh, the word gets more confusing when you try to make it into plural, because in Latin language, specifically in, um, in Latin language, there is not a lot of plural cases, meaning... It's octopus, you could say octopi, or octopods. Now, you could call them octopuses, like it has been confirmed by linguists. But for me, I would rather say octopi or octopods, to be more specific. Now let's go with number 17, tortoise, or tortoise. Now, a tortoise is not a turtle, let's be realistic, tortoise is something Turtles is something else because turtles are on land, tortoises are on the sea. Okay, okay. Now that that is out of the way, it's a Latin word, but it's actually a derivative to be more specific, and it's a derivative from Tartarkurusk, which literally means from the underworld. So, is tortoise a Hades pets like? Service is? Huh? Maybe? Eh. I mean, when you think about it. But it also be from the word tortus, which literally means twisted. Which also where the word, the adjective tortuous comes from. But the actual name in Latin for tortoise is Tustodo. Why couldn't you call it Tusty? Okay, oh no, that sounds very wrong. No, 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 no. That sounds very wrong, we'll see. But Testudo, that's literally the Latin name. Why would you call it Tortoise? Like, I still don't get it, because one means of the underworld, the other means twisted. And this one, which makes more sense to me, means shelled. So why would you confuse it? <laughs> why? Uh, my brain is going to be into shambles tonight so yeah 
Also, I will have to do a true crime in the Z in an hour, so yeah. Now let's go with number 18 and we're almost done. Okay. The name of Mirkat. Now, Mirkat is actually an Afrikaans name from Sweden and also from Gienon. So, yes. But it's also from the Dutch. Now, what it literally means? Ah, uh, it means monkey. <laughs> literally, it's a beginner. So, yeah. Now, meerkat also means sighted cat or standing cat, because I spoke Afrikaans before. That's literally what it means. It means near, which means standing, and cat, which is a cat. Which is pretty funny because I think meerkats are actually a canine species, if I still remember correctly. Yeah, wait, hold on. Let me just check. Meerkats. I think they are a canine. They are... What species? Okay. Animalia, Mbashmo, Corpada. Yep, they are dog. They are dog species, which is pretty funny because I'm like, huh? <laughs> like it's pretty funny because I'm like, huh? Why? Why? Uh, hold on. Where is it? Where is it? Species qualification. It's a mongoose family, which is from. Okay, so it's a it's a dog. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a root of a dog. Like I said, kangaroo. Now oh, this is this is <laughs> this is funny. This is funny because here's the thing. There is a myth about this name, which is myth of Captain Cook. Whenever he actually uh, his arrival to Australia and he met a this creature this jumping bouncing creature he asked a native Australian that said kangaroo which in the native language the indigenous language of Australians and I think of any poly uh, poly Asian to be more specific it literally means I don't know <laughs> oh. I, I remember I read this when I did my research for my masters, which I graduated last uh, this past this past June. So yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> now, the actual the actual likelihood of this story is very rare. However, the word itself actually derives from a local guru Yermidir word which is again Australian language and it literally means or perhaps simply means a large animal or a large predator so yeah now <laughs> this is one of my favorite animals and I'm gonna finish on it yay platypus <laughs> listen I love weird animals okay yes I get scared of shitless about them but please I love them I love platypus because they're literally the king of weird, and I love it. 
Now, <laughs> the word itself means flat foot, <laughs> but it's also meaning duck mole. And it's platyp. I think the full name of platypus. Hold on. No, no, Jesus Christ. Uh, hold on, let me look. Full name of platy. Oh, Jesus. Platypus. I think it's. Yeah, there it is. Platypus are also known as Dugbill. Their full name is Ornithronic. Anatinus, which is the name of the species. Now, the funny thing about it is that it's literally having a dog, a seagull, a seal, and a duck, and you mush them together. And I love it. <laughs> now, the cool thing about the word platypus is actually it has a lot, a lot of history behind it, and a lot of non- um, how to say this not explanatory about it so just to let y'all know now I think the first naming of specifically of platypus is actually echidna but it's also known as bundabura malingong and tambrit which it's pretty funny because it's literal. Oh, oh, no, no, I'm not gonna... <laughs> there is a myth about how it was created, and I don't want to read it because it's... It's weird. Oh, ew, 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 ew. <laughs> okay, anyway, I'll see you later. Bye. I hope y'all, everyone, take care. Please follow the Instagram, follow the TikTok, and I'll see you later. Bye.